Coast Stone Podcast. Stone Podcast. This is episode number six. I want to first go off and thank everyone for listening to Coach Stone Podcast. I want to thank J.C. Hawks Radio, J.C. Hawks Sports Network for letting me do this. Um, Our guest tonight for episode six is the subject matter expert for the Go Army Edge app. If you do not know this app, I recommend everyone download it. The one thing I say on all my podcasts, I love things free and this is actually free. Our guest tonight is Coach Rob Everett, from defensive coordinator from Bridgewater College. Coach, are you on? Are you on? I am. Thanks for having me, Coach. I appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate for coming on the show. Uh, for, before you start, Coach, I just want you to know the game plan of the show is very simple. We're going to have pregame. You're going to talk about yourself. We'll have a kickoff question, first drive question. We'll take a water break halftime. We'll let the marching band get on the field. When we come back, we'll do a kickoff return. We'll do a second drive. We'll do a two-minute warning. That's where you leave us with some positive thoughts, some insight for you, for you being a subject matter expert for Coalmary Edge. I believe a lot of the listening audience would love that. And then if we need to, we'll go to overtime. So, Coach, the floor is yours. Um, pre-game, please introduce yourself to the audience. Go ahead. The floor is yours. All right, thanks. Thanks, Coach. But, uh, my name is Rob Everett. I'm the defensive coordinator at Bridgewater College. Just finished my second season in, uh, in college football. Uh, before that, I was the defensive coordinator at Westfield High School um, in Chantilly, Virginia. Uh, my last season there, we won the 6A state championship in 2015. Did it in three overtimes. And, uh, they, since I left there, they've won two more uh, state championships in double overtime and uh, – and in regulation the last two years. So they've been getting better without me. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'm really, really humbled to be, be a part of this game and, and the things that are, are there. And what I like the most about it is that it, uh, it forces, forces us to continue to uh, keep growing and keep learning um, because there's always uh, untapped uh, information to find and ways to reach the players to get them play fast on the field. Awesome. Okay, perfect. Um, First down question, is, is there any, like, do you have a Twitter coach or anything that if you want them to follow you? Or, for example, if there's any high school recruit out there, is there any way they can get a hold of you if they're interested in coming to your college? Yeah, absolutely. Twitter's the best way to, to, to reach me. It's, it's at nine in the box. Uh, it's spelled out nine, N-I-N-E-I-N-T-H-E-B-O-X. Uh, that's my philosophy on uh, – on social media and also defensive football, there's always nine guys there. Uh, so that's the best way to reach me. Well, hey, with all the, with everything going on with the spread offense, no offense, have hey, you know what? If they got four out there, you got nine in the box. They're not going to run the ball on you. So that's a good thing, right? <laughs> but you got to stop the run, no question. I think everybody, when it comes down to it, they want to run first, uh, yeah. and that's the easiest way to go. So we stop that first, and then deal with the rest. Okay, so the first kickoff question, Coach, is this. The Go Army Edge app, you know, you, you, the thing is you, you're the subject matter expert for the Go Army Edge app. Explain to our viewers, like, everything about it. I mean, like, 
I, I love it. You know, the, the reason I, the reason someone asked me to do this podcast is they, they say, hey, you know what, you're, you're a straightforward guy, coach, and, you know, you're going to help the other football coaches from youth to high school, college, whatever, you know, finding some cool things. Go Army Edge app is awesome. And I was talking to the one guy, and then he got me involved with you. Explain to our audience everything about it. It's free one, right? It's, and that, that is the, the most important thing. It is it is free, and it's not one of those things where, you know, it's free for the uh, for a quarter of it, and then the, you have to pay for add-ons. This is a, a a free program that was created by the by the U.S. Army, um, and their intention. People ask why is it free, and their intention is to to highlight the Army's technology um, and and uh, the way that they instruct their soldiers. I think uh, they believe that the Army gets sort of a uh, uh, caveman's uh, rep sometimes, and, and this is a highlighting uh, the different technology that they use to, uh, to work with, with the soldiers today. Um, so, so basically what it is is a digital playbook um, that's all cloud-based, and it, it's connected through uh, iOS, Android, and uh, on the website. And essentially what it is, if you take any playbook software that, that draws in two dimensions, by the click of a button, it turns anything into anything you draw into a three-dimensional representation of it. And even beyond that, you're able to control the camera to get any sort of view that you want. Um, so not only are you the coach on the field, but you're also the director of the film. Um, and, and what it allows the coaches to do and the players is to interact with a playbook like they've never been able to before. Um, because now you're able to put yourself literally right inside the play in a controlled environment that doesn't require uh, interaction with, with coaches and other players like practices. Um, and it is worth, worth n- uh, noting that, you know, th- this, this program and, and virtual reality and things like that doesn't replace blocking and tackling. You know, football has not changed in that sense. But what Go Army Edge, Edge has allowed uh, us to do and every team in the country, to be honest with you, because of its price point, um, it's allowed us to modify our teaching and reach the, the diverse learners that are out there at every level, level of college football. You know, and the cool thing about it, too, just by looking at it, right, it's free. So it's not like they're going to jump to, like, a company and be like, oh, you know, we support Go Army Edge, right? Because it's free. I mean, the Army, you know, I mean, it's, it's the people that's, that, that protect us, right? You know, Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force, they all protect us. And that app is phenomenal. And you were saying 3D, right? It, it's, it's like Madden. It's for Madden for adults, isn't it? That's right. That's right. And not necessarily for adults either. I mean, all, all levels right, of football yeah. can and use this. You're, you're absolutely right. And I think that's the other piece that is that I know that the players at Bridgewater College really grab a hold of is, you know, this is everybody's grown up watching film and, and things like that, but this actually – takes it to a view that they're used to. Number one, it's a, it's a digital view that they're used to, but also the field level that they're used to. Um, I remember my, my old head coach at Westfield High School, Kyle Simmons, you know, he was watching us work one day, and he had this kind of confused look on his face when we were doing our first-person formation recognition. And he's just kind of shaking his head. And so I asked him, Coach, what, what is the, you know, what, what are you thinking? And he's like, well, this is just strange to me because, you know, we, we're used to seeing everything in the press box, and even if you're fortunate, you have an end zone view or, or another view, it still is not necessarily what the players are seeing all the time. And so when we interact with our players, we're talking about 
we're having them watch press box film, which they've gotten comfortable, you know, manipulating, but it still is not the view that they see on the field. And Correct. so just take something like formation recognition, you know, we're flashing up formations that are easy to recognize from the press box or, or even from a good end zone view. But what about when you're right over the ball and that huddle breaks and you have to identify, you know, the fullback being offset or the tight end trading to the other side in those things, whether you're right up in the line of scrimmage, the Gormy edge app has really given um, the coaches and the players the ability to practice those things that traditionally would take a lot of people, uh, both scout and coaches, to be able to replicate. And, and like you said, it's, it's for all levels. Like my son downloaded the app on his uh, iPad mini, and he's like, hey, Dad, do you think this will work and things? The one thing I would ask, if you could do me one huge favor, my son, and, and I don't know if you guys can thank him or whatever, my son asked, can you guys make it so you can have flag football, like lesser numbers? Is that possible yet, or could they eventually do that for us? Well, I think there's, there's some ways to manipulate it because you have complete control over the whole field. Um, so what I would say if your son wants to play flag football is choose a position group that gets seven players on the field um, so what you would want to do is, is take something like, uh, let's just say 21 personnel and hide, uh, hide the tight ends and running backs. And then yeah, those put guys them in the far back here on the field. Well, they'll, they'll actually disappear by the click of a button. Um, and you'll, you'll be able to just get those guys disappearing. Um, so when you look at it in 3d there, everybody's running and everybody's moving with the awesome. seven on seven or eight on eight, whatever you're playing. Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be great, too, because, you know, with me, I've been over in Australia and things like that, and they have 999 and things like that. And now they, if the Australian people or anybody listening, if you have 7 on 7, 6 on 6, 8 on 8, whatever, whatever you play, right, you could do that with the Go Army Edge. You can use any app. And remember, it's free. And like you said, you can make your playbook. You can make it in 2D, like, you know, and then you can just transfer it over with the football, even have the ball thrown. And I really like your thing about the formation recognition. I never thought of that. Becoming that linebacker on that video, zooming it in, and then, like, having the play go and then moving him left and right to see if he can recognize that formation. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I, I'll tell you, Coach, that is, that's probably the, the number one thing that we use it for. And the, the great part about it is that feature and that concept is a, the easiest thing to do as well because, you know, you're not drawing anybody post-snap. So there's no effort in fitting up or timing up, uh, you know, different players on each side of the ball. You know, it really is. You can add huddles to different things, move the ball from hash to hash, uh, add in note cards so it comes in a drill, uh, you know, kind of a a playlist uh, sort of delivery system. Um, And we can really, you know, defense is really about alignment and recognition. And we can get through 50 plays or 50 formations in three minutes. Um, and not only are we able to do that so it enhances communication between the, the unit or position group, but the players are able to do it at home and in their dorm rooms as well. Um, and that's, that's what I think is most powerful about this, uh, this program, and it really kind of merges in with our teaching philosophy of flipped coaching, um, you know, which is an educational technique that's been around for years, but the idea of here's all the information ahead of time interact with it as many times as you need to to get comfortable with it. And then when we come in and we get together, we'll talk about it as opposed to being talked at. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we use this to 
to then say, all right, here are now the tools that are going to replicate practice, whether it's formation recognition or, you know, I'm a defensive guy, so I've got to remember the offensive guys, you know, front recognition and blitz pickups and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, and many, then we even the go so far as, yeah, exactly, you know, identifying safeties. And, um, and then it, we even go so far as we take the two or three reads at each position and we replicate it in the program. Uh, and what that allows us to do is give focused drill work, you know, so you're not looking at the entire play. You're just looking at the guards, for example, or, you know, a run pass for the overhangs or mesh point for, you know, for defensive ends and, and things like that. So you give them the ability to focus on those two or three things that, you know, maybe are unique to the game plan or important for your everyday that they're going to be able to practice when they're away from practice to get additional reps. That's awesome. Now, you, you were saying something I heard. I don't know if this is possible. I, I, I use it, but I, I never try to. How do, you, how do you send it to the players? Do they log in on your login, or how does that work? Uh, it's, it, what you do is you create accounts for them. So it, within your team, um, the, the, you will just add in the player's name and email address, um, and then they create their own account. And so what happens is when we get done with uh, an install or a drill, um, I'll send them a message that says the, uh, you know, the, the install is ready or the, the practice is ready or the script's ready, and they can go in there uh, on their iPhones, on their Androids, tablets, computers. It's all cloud-based, and with the press of a button, everybody's got it. There's the whistle. We are done with the kickoff question. Let's go to the first drive question. And, I, you know, we, we just met, right? We've emailed, like, what, 17 times, I would say. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, um, and you know how we're both, we're both, we're both married, so we're, you know how we're trying to get these schedules. We're trying to fit in the schedule with, you know, talking and everything. Uh, really quick, I just want to – you sound very humble. I want you to know that. And it's great meeting coaches like you that are very humble and, you know, want to expand the game and everything, right? And this is my next question. You talked about – you mentioned in your bio about the new shoulder, shoulder tackle that you teach in your bio at your college. Can you, like, elaborate on that? Or I don't know how – like, how much can you go into detail without giving everything up? Is, there, is, is that oh, okay absolutely. to ask that question? Well, here's the thing, Coach. So I'll tell you that uh, there are no secrets in football. I, I believe – I'm an open book when it, when it comes to this, and I appreciate the, the, the kind words. But, you know, I believe that, uh, you know, the game – all of us are connected on this, and we need – I really don't believe in trade secrets on this um, because, you know, everybody's going to put their own personal spin, and if we can make uh, teaching techniques and whether it's actual, you know, coaching version or, or drills that can make the game better, I think that's important that we share. So I, I like doing podcasts like this uh, for that for that fact. So the, the tackling piece is something that, I take a lot of pride in uh, with our staff here at Bridgewater. And, um, you know, I've been fortunate to be involved with some good people at, uh, at USA Football and, and from around the, uh, around the country. But the idea here is that, you know, we want to keep the head out of the tackle. Um, and, and really, it's a safety issue, number one, but then when you really break it down, it, it comes to it just makes sense within a scheme as well. Uh, at, at, there's a question I'd like to ask uh, uh, defensive recruits, and that's how many defensive players are there on the field. And, you know, the traditional answer is there's 11 defensive players on the field, which is, which is not correct because the sidelines are defensive Two players. Two sidelines. 
Got two sidelines yeah, out. So, I was just saying there's two sidelines. <laughs> there are two sidelines. And and those they are not Bridgewater players. They they are not our opponents. They are defensive players. Um and I guess the true answer is is that they're fourteen because the the end zone is a defensive player, but he's terrible. So we try to kick him off the team as much as possible. But um so using that idea that there's thirteen defensive players with the defense always outnumbering the offense. In, in theory, there should always be a vice tackle that should happen. And that vice may happen between a player and a sideline, but there still is the concept that I don't need to cut off anybody's momentum or cut off anybody's path. Really, I need to herd them towards my teammate. Um, Bring them back to so the family, either, right? Exactly. So Bring them back so to the family. So of get the head across and get the head across it really, when you look at it, it made sense, you know, especially going down the sideline or something like that, that you want to stop momentum. But, you know, my job as a, as a tackler is not to stop that person's momentum. It's to funnel them to the other guy who's going to stop their momentum, you know, and, and my teammates doing the same thing. Um, so, so that's kind of the concept that we took, uh, you know, when you really try to sell the players on the shoulder tackling concept. So, you know, here's what uh, – you know, there's there's so many different drills out there, and and um, uh, Vinny Diagatano at Wagner is probably the, the the guy I go to from a tackling standpoint. If you don't follow him on Twitter, find him because he's phenomenal. But uh, yeah, Coach Dig, I know all, I know him very well. We used to yeah, work with him football together. He is the man. Um, but you know, what what I try to do is take any drill that you you've done, and the thing that I could give. Uh, that's been the most beneficial for us is think about any drill that you do and then run through it without any hands. And so if you think about it, just put your arms at your side like you're carrying suitcases through the airport, you know, before they had roller bags and things like that. But so everything that you do, if you didn't have your arms involved with you and you just had to tackle somebody with your chest, you would naturally squeeze your shoulder blades together. You would naturally keep your head out of the mix. Uh, And it's just like kind of the, if you've ever tried diving into a pool without your hands, it's a, it's a different experience. But what it forces you to do is have good pad level, you know, really get that near foot first. Uh, and, and then the language we use is Velcro the pec. Um, and, and so you go through all these things, you know, take your, your average shimmy tackle where you're just running down over a bag and then a ball carrier goes one direction or the other. Instead of wrapping that guy up, I'm now going to Velcro it with my pec. And what it forces me to do now is I have to be under control. I have to move my feet properly because I no longer have the advantage of reaching out. And what that forces you to do is keep your, your base underneath you, uh, keeps your head out of the tackle. Um, and every drill that you can do can be finished with no hand tackling um, or no arm tackling as we, as we call it. And then the, the, the byproduct of tackling like this is that you're, you're forced to become good teammates. Uh, as you're going through your drill work. You know, it's a vulnerable position that we're saying fit up off somebody without the use of your hands, um, where we're not focusing on power here, we're focusing on position. So that ball carrier has to make the, the tackler work as much as possible, but, but not try to, uh, you know, embarrass them or hurt them, you know, challenge them, but also know that the goal here is to fit up off it. Um, so it really can be applied to, you know, any tackling drill that you do out there. Uh, tackling with, with no hands is, uh, is probably the best uh, addition that you can make to, uh, uh, 
to your library. And it, what I like about it is it can apply to any drill that you have out there. So if you if you do it one more time for the audience so they know it, because, you know, everyone has different tackling techniques, right? Every, and like I think you said it before, in football, you know, some people are so secretive, oh, I can't give you my playbook, right? Or they don't even do it on paper, you know, where like you and I, it sounds like, listen, you can have my playbook. You still got to stop it. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know yep, if you're like that's that. Right. But, I mean, it's like, I mean, like, like I have my defensive playbook. You, you know, you, you have my calls, but you might not know what's coming at what time. Does that make sense? No, so that's absolutely right. Could, if you could do me a favor and just go through it one more time. Like, I, I was taking notes. Like, a, you were calling it a vice tackle, right? Is that how you're saying it? Yep. Yep. Okay, so it's, so if, for our audience, because I, I was into it. I got the Velcro pack. Uh, I'm Velcro, Velcro the pack, you know, no arm tackle. Just go, like, step by step. Like, so the vice tackle would be step one is what? But it, so the idea is, is that there's always two defenders, at least, on, on every tackle. Um, and and, and we, fight, we practice this where, you know, two defenders are coming from each side, and I'm going to left peck, and you're going to right peck, and we are going to yeah, vice that thing together on the ball carrier. It also Got may it. be angle tackling where – uh, we're running down the sideline, and my my vice player happens to be the sideline. The but side it's still line. the same yeah. concept of me being the you know inside hip and and, and velcroing my near peck with my near foot, um, and and so that really is just the the, the philosophy that we use um, uh, with all of our tackling is we talk about you know leverage and and vice and where your help is and um, and that's just the language that we use for scheme carries over with our tackling, and that's what I like about, you know, the shoulder tackling uh, concept. Awesome. Perfect, Coach. Okay, so – oh, there's the whistle, Coach. Okay, it's halftime right now. So if you don't mind, we're going to get a quick water break, and then we're going to go over some more questions. And then I also got to talk about – we got to talk about your upcoming book that's coming out soon and about your new company and everything like that, if that's okay. Awesome. Absolutely. All right, hang on one second, Coach. Let's get the marching band out there, and we'll be back in a couple minutes. The Big Four, a physical education book written by Coach Anthony Stone, can be purchased through the following locations, Amazon, iTunes, BarnesandNoble.com, and Kobo. Brunch. Dirty dollars. Hey, that's okay, Wendy. That was a good carry. You're still the man. You're the man. Latte, four dollars. Shake it off, Johnny. Rub some dirt on it. New piano, three thousand dollars. All right, guys. They're not saying boo. They're saying movers. Supporting your team. Priceless. Sorry, right, Bobby. You still got the best arm in the neighborhood. There are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's Mastercard. This is decaf, right? All right, so coach, we're back from halftime. We had a great little like chit chat during the thing. The marching band took a little. It wasn't a Justin Timberlake, you know, you know, with the whole selfie thing. But we we did get a couple selfies in ourselves, right? I hope. Um, That's right. Good adjustment. <laughs> so let's go over our kickoff question, okay? We talked about the tackling stuff, you know, and everything. And you know, we were talking about during the break about, you know, with with me, I love sharing my stuff. Like I have my like from the huddle blogs I wrote, USA Football blog, first time playbook blog. You know, I, I share out my, like, you know, my, my, my up in the sky. When I'm in the press box, I love being in the press box. You know, I, I shared my sheet. I shared my uh, special teams pod when I was a special teams coordinator at the college. 
do you have a template that you wouldn't mind sharing with our audience about your tackling stuff, if that's okay? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, can, uh, I can send you over some, some drill clips and then uh, you know, also some uh, organization of, of words and describing the drills. So absolutely, I'd, I'd love to share that. Perfect. So what we'll do is once we get everything done with this podcast and everything, we'll, we'll, uh, you know, we're talking now, but oh, probably a couple days after, or if you want to send that to me, I'll try to get that up on my website. If you guys go to www.coachstonefootball.com, it'll be under, it'll be under, blog, it'll be under podcast. Click on his episode, episode six, and you'll get all that stuff from Coach Everett. And Coach Everett, listen, I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart because you know how everything with football is nowadays, you know, with the safety and everything. And with you, it sounds like you're making it, you know, a game where, you know, what I always said and what we said with back in where I was working, you're not making the game – you're making the game safer, not softer, if that makes sense. Yep. So I do appreciate right. what you're doing that for that. Okay. So there you go. Hey, Coach, that was a fast kick return question. So we're all <laughs> done with that. I didn't mean to be so fast with that one, but that, that was something I think just by going to the website, www.coachstonefootball.com, podcast, get some templates, videos, things like that. Okay, so now we're on our second drive question of the second half, okay? Second drive question. We've already talked about how many defensive players there are. Hopefully everybody will do that. We'll put that in. You know, we'll ask that question when we do that podcast. How many defensive players are on the football field? You know, and if they don't, if they say 14, we, we both have a problem with that, right? Yeah, there's no question. <laughs> there's no question about that. So let's do this for that big second drive question. You have your new book coming out. Congratulations. Is this your first book? It is. It is. Okay, so your first book's coming out. Um, why don't you tell everybody what's it about, who's publishing, and all that stuff, and then let's talk about the new company that you're kicking off soon that, that I read in your bio. Uh, for the second drive question. So the floor is yours, Coach. Go ahead. Absolutely. Well, the, the book is called The Modern 425, um, and I was approached by the uh, Coach's Choice Publication Company uh, last year at AFCA. And, uh, you know, it's always kind of a bucket list thing uh, for me to, uh, to write a book, and it was a fun project that uh, took about eight months. But um, really, not only does it talk about you know, defensively the four-two-five that really gets into uh, philosophies about uh, you know teaching the game of defensive football. Um, and, and really, what I try to do in the book is is unload everything that it's not just about lines and alignment, but really reasoning why I believe certain people should be aligned certain places and, and what it what it's designed to take away and where the vulnerabilities are. Um, and so I had a lot of fun with it. I hope to be able to do it again. Um, and, and we're hoping that in the, in the next month or so the, the book will, will come out for the, uh, the end of clinic season. Um, but that one's going to be fun to have on the coffee table, I think, uh, for years to come. That's awesome. Now, with that book, do you know, I know it's still in the rights. Like when I did mine, I had a certain number of pages, and then it, like, it like got a little smaller. Does that make sense? Because the people looked at it and things like that. You know, with you, you had a publishing. You are having the publishing company. I had a publishing company. What, how many pages is it you think when it's all said and done? I think it's going to be a little bit over 200. Uh, you know, it's hard to tell when you're typing it on Word, but, but I'll be honest, when, when I started going, uh, and I, uh, my wife was pregnant with our second uh, son at the time, um, so I did most of my work uh, from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Uh, just to get, get some stuff done uh, when, when the family was, uh, was asleep. Um, 
and I didn't have other other obligations. But it really was pretty easy to start writing, and, and once once I got going, uh, it just kind of flowed. And and I and I hope that's the way it it, uh, it presents itself too. That um, it's it's an honest opinion or about uh, defensive football. Obviously, I don't have all the answers, but you know this is what uh, what my opinions are. And hopefully there's there's something in there, whether it be a drill or a, a philosophy statement or, or something that, that coaches can take away and, and uh, uh, make their defenses better. Awesome. And then, like, you know, talking about books, right, you know, you're saying about drills and things like that. You know, I, I, I got my second book coming out, Back to the Basics Drill Manual. With your book, it sounds like you're not just explaining to the – you're not explaining to the – the coach or whoever's going to buy your book, coffee table book, right? You're, you're explaining everything, like why I had this person in a five technique. This is the reason why. This is a good drill for that typical position. Is that how you're saying it or explain yeah, exactly. it? Exactly. It, 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 it goes over the, you know, in the, in the 425, the modern, you know, it's, it's Virginia Tech 4-3. That's what it, it's all, that's what my defensive philosophy is built off of. Um, but it, it goes to the, what each player should should look like, um, you know, from characteristics physically and mentally, you know, the makeup of each player to be able to get the, the most out of each position. And then it goes into rules and alignment to, from coverage uh, to pressure uh, in situational football also. Um, that it's just kind of a broad overview of football with the 4 being the foundation of it. Awesome. That's great. That's phenomenal. Okay. And you said it's going to be a couple hundred pages. And do you, know, you said it after clinic season. So we're looking at like April spring ball for the college. Yeah, and I think um, I'm hoping that the, uh, in the middle of spring ball, it's going to be able to come out and I'm going to sign it to all the linebackers. That's going to be their, uh, their meeting that week. It's uh, they have to read the book and then come back. Hopefully they know it by heart. I guess. Awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, and the thing with your book, it sounds like it's like probably for middle school up, right? I would say. Yeah, I think there's. You know, it's just like anything else. That, uh, football can be complicated by its terminology and its verbiage. Um, yeah. But the the guts of it, uh, you know, usually is pretty straightforward, and that that's really what I try to chase. Um, you know, I started out as a high school coach, and and uh, really it was the chase of let's not make this thing complicated to make us look smart. Let's go the other way and try to make it simple so we can make the players smart. Um, and that's really the, the, the foundation of my teaching philosophy, I think. Um, and, and so I think there's something at, at all levels of football that can be taken away uh, from this. And, and we, I, I spend a few chapters about, you know, teaching philosophies and a few chapters about situational football and how to weave that into practice. Um, and then and then get into uh, the, the scheme and the X's and O's of the four two five. So I think there's something awesome. that at all levels that that people can take away. Well, that's awesome. That's that's great. Okay, so now that we have that part of the book thing, let let the audience you know tell me about your company, the new company you have. You know, and I have a funny feeling your wife probably talked to you into doing the company because that's what she did with my back to the basic company. My wife said, hey, you should do this because other people aren't, but. Tell us how you thought of the idea of starting the company, and like, is, was it your wife helping you? Because you know they're the backbone of us always. And um, you know, what is it all about? Well, there is no question. My wife is uh, is the foundation of the majority of things that I do. Uh, I'm very <laughs> fortunate to have a good teammate in that regard. But 
Um, really, it started where, you know, I, I found myself uh, consulting and, and uh, being involved with, with a lot of different great organizations between the Army and, and USA Football and the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, and really what I was trying to do is let's bring all this stuff under one umbrella. Um, uh, it really helps me at tax time. That's really what the, uh, the point is. So I don't have all those things floating around now it's in one place. Um, but what Innovative Coaching Technologies is the name of the company and, and really the foundation of it and, and with the group that I work with, uh, with the guys on my staff right now and, uh, you know, colleagues that I've worked with in the past, really focused on uh, coaches' education. Um, and the use of technology to be able to, uh, you know, reach the 21st learner uh, in, in today's game. Um, and, and so starting in 2018 in, in the uh, summertime, uh, we're working with the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, for their team seven-on-seven championships. Um, so we'll be doing coaches' education at those events um, for all the teams that are present. Uh, just presenting different ways to interact with players, different ways to, to teach the players uh, in, in, in hopes to enhance the product on the field, but also give, give the coaches something in a time in the offseason when, when they can learn uh, the, some information that they can take back to their teams. That's awesome. And then you said you started it. When did you start the company? I uh, started it last year. Um, and uh, we did our first run with the uh, with the Hall of Fame Academy Players Academy, and uh, and did some work for for those guys in Canton. And the idea is that this coming summer uh, there'll be eight venues that uh, that my group will go with this seven on seven um, uh, seven on seven tournament designed for high school teams, uh, with the culmination being the uh, national championship in in Canton sometime in July. Nice. That's awesome. And now, do you have a website or anything? Oh, we do not yet. That is uh, next on my list. <laughs> I need to right. get that done. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, Coach. There's the whistle. We're, we're, the game is at the two-minute warning. Um, you know, I want Coach Everett, I want to thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on. From You know, I know you're very busy. You guys are recruiting heavily probably and everything like that at your college. You know, I, I know you were Always. trying to conflicts with everything with, you know, with my family, your family, with, you know, the, when the boss says you can, the boss says you can, right? I mean, we had a <laughs> schedule right. for one day. We had a schedule for one day. The boss said no for you. And you're like, can you do it this day? I said, no, my boss said no. And then you came back <laughs> and said, the boss said, the boss says you get a little play time right now. So you better <laughs> take right. it. So, you know, the floor is yours. Two-minute warning. Anything you want to say, it's all yours, Coach. Okay, well, you know, it really would, uh, as a defensive coordinator, just I think it's it's worth kind of talking through my, my philosophy for game prep for an opponent. Um, and I think so often we jump right into the opponent, the opponent, the opponent, and, and forget to have self-assessment about uh, our own personnel and our own tendencies. Um, so it, it, what we believe at Bridgewater College is, you know, numbers are going to be our foundation. Um, and not only do we need to know who our opponent is inside and out, but we also need to know who we are inside and out. Um, and with the technology out there today uh, that's relatively inexpensive, you can find uh, ways to, to get at these numbers um, that can just provide you invaluable information. Um, and so through the use of Excel and, and different programs out there, 
you know, you can run these reports to get an idea about offenses, and there's some things that just jump off the page at you uh, that really have the chance to make a difference in the game. Um, I believe that, that football comes down to about five or six plays, um, and usually those five or six plays are, are things that are somewhere in the data of the numbers um, and, and through tendencies, and it's identifying those that really put you in a, in a position to, to put your defense in the right position to be able to make those plays when it comes down to it. So knowing your numbers inside and out. Um, and then the next thing I would say when you're preparing for a week is, is make sure that your, your game is you're looking at it from a situational standpoint. You know, football is not a vacuum game. Uh, everything is impacts it uh, down in distance, uh, situationally, score, you know, location, handedness of the offensive coordinator. I mean, there's all these things that play into it, um, and, and your players should, should practice that way as well. Um, so often we you know, do inside game and then seven on seven and then team, when realistically, if you're creative with it, you can really recreate the environment of the game within practice. Uh, there, was, there was something towards the back end of the season this past year. We were really struggling out of halftime. Um, so our, our head coach, Coach Clark, you know, he came up with the idea, hey, we're going to actually have a halftime in practice. And, and so we went into the locker room, gave the players about five minutes, and then changed one thing. It didn't really matter what it was, but made an adjustment and then went out kicked the ball off and played a first series out of Athens. You know, and, and the, the following three games, we got better, um, and, and we had a, a stop. And, you know, so creating those, those situations that you're going to find yourself in, I think so often we take it for granted that the players are, are comfortable with it and can translate, you know, the, the practice periods to, you know, the game environment. And I think as coaches, we can do a good job of uh, recreating that as much as possible. Coach, that is awesome. I really, really like the whole halftime thing. That yeah, it's, never, it's, ne- it's I'm goofy. A but... <laughs> I'm a numbers guy. I'm all about percentages. When I, when I coach defense, I'm all about the percentages. You know, this person's foot. All I, Holy cow. That's, I mean, literally, I'm stealing it from you. I'm going to give you credit on national, on national radio right now, right? <laughs> I know we're, we I both like have it. TV, we both have TV faces, but I don't know why we don't have a live, you know, live podcast. But that's something I'll have to <laughs> look for next. Yeah, very disappointing, right? Uh, why don't you tell everybody before I thank you and, and you know thank everybody else? Uh, tell everybody your Twitter and things like that, so they can get a hold of you. Uh, Coach Coach Everett is going to let me put stuff on my website for you guys for the templates and things like that in videos. Coach, I want to thank you for that from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate that. But um, if you can tell them your Twitter again so they can start following you and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's at nine in the box with nine spelled out in, uh, in words. So at nine in the box, um, that's, the, that's the best way to get in touch with me. And, and I put a lot of stuff in there about, uh, about Go Army Edge and, and different ways to use it. Um, you know, our, our head coach has, has bought all of our players' Google Cardboard uh, off Amazon. And, and so that's our – that's our big thing this off season is, is using first person person virtual reality to uh, to train and practice when we're away from each other. Um, so that's I, I put a lot of that stuff up on Twitter. So I try to share as much as much of stuff as I can on there because um, I think our guys do some pretty good work here. So want to share with it as much as possible. Awesome. Well, Coach Everett, thank you so much. I want to thank everybody for listening to Coach Stone podcast. 
episode number six. I want to thank JC Hawks Radio, JC Hawks Sports Network for letting me do this. I want to thank my wife. I want to thank Coach Everett's wife for helping out. Um, we also want to give a shout-out to Coach Dick Adams. So, Coach Adams, miss you, man. Love you to death. Can't wait to talk to you next time. Um, but that's the Coach Stone Podcast, everybody. Coach Everett, thanks again, man. Appreciate it. Uh, our thanks, next Coach. Guest will, thanks. Our next guest will be, will be announced very shortly for Episode 7. Always remember, instilling confidence by laying a foundation, everyone. Thank you for listening, and have a wonderful day. Coach Stone Podcast. I can see.